everyone, it's Cape Crisis. It's so strong, oh. it's got radioactive blood. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. So, uh, let's, uh, this is Henry Gilbert, Twitter name H E N E R E Y G. I felt I should get that out there first. This is the second episode of Cape Crisis. Uh, we said it'd be bi weekly, but we're going to give weekly a shot after oh, all. My word. Um, so. Guests today are... I'm Christopher Antista of the Laser Time Podcast, I guess. And... I am Tyler Wild of... Many, Twitter name, at uh, Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly... Send him all your dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ann Lewis of No Podcast. That's not I true. Guess. You've been on the Laser Time. Of Times. Laser Time Podcast. Well, laser yeah. Time of Laser Time fame that... You know, that those two right. episodes. Good old famous laser. <laughs> time. And we're building you your own show called And the Rest. And what? the Rest. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I uh, first want to get out of the way. Thanks to all our subscribers now who, you know, love the first episode. We got tons of great feedback on yeah, Twitter dude. and on the responses on the. Uh, lasertimepodcast.com <laughs> I know they really if they thought that was good boy howdy are they gonna enjoy the rest oh, man. of these they got something else coming yeah. crackathoom motherfuckers crackathoom that would have been a good one too that, you know I'll admit in the responses there weren't there wasn't as much support for foil variant as foil I had hoped there variant. would be gross I know oh, in, I heard someone say on twitter that uh, they liked it they like foil variant I don't. I think it appeals to some people. But I don't I, think so. I think Cape Crisis. I got better. big plans for these shows, Henry. I cannot see <laughs> that going up on a flyer tonight. Live foil, foil variant. <laughs> I, su- I suppose, <laughs> suppose not. Foil if this variant. was 1996, foil variant would totally make sense. Exactly. I think uh, of like condoms that glow in the dark. I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh man, if you were here and said that, I then, think of Wade Boggs baseball cards and other shit that doesn't matter. Oh Wade Boggs, he was on the uh, he was on the Simpsons. Guys. That he was. That he was. Do you remember what his how he uh, missed the softball game? Was it his sideburns? He got in an argument with Barney over who was the and best. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Chip the Elder, Lord <laughs> Paul. I forget. All right. This is about comic books, though, right? Yeah, this is. This is about <laughs> comics, books, comic books, book comics, all the good stuff. Uh, graphic novellas. Yes. Mm, yeah. Graphic okay. novels, sequential art. Um, Christian propaganda and tiny <laughs> pamphlets. What's that guy's name? Jack Chick. There you go. Chick Tracks. I'm gonna, we're going to get him on the show. Oof. That guy is a crazy shut-in. Believe it or not. I know it's hard to believe. He's probably got Skype. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, unlike Fred Phelps, who will talk at a, well, now he's near death, I'm assuming. But unlike the Phelps clan, who will talk anywhere they are invited, Jack Chick is, is afraid anyone talking to him will turn him gay. <laughs> uh, oh, I'll get that motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, but so, yeah, this, uh, even though we talk a lot about superheroes, this isn't just about superhero comics. You know, I want to feel more inclusive Are to everybody. Are you saying that because like, Anne's here? No, I know Anne likes, I'm doing it for Tyler, really. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Aww. Because you, I, I, you have a couple of old comics lying around the house. You're not what we'd call a comic fan, but you have no. a bunch of the EC stuff, which I love, yeah. love classic EC stuff. As an artiste, you must appreciate comics. Right? I do. I appreciate. I appreciate the art, and I just I never got into superheroes when I was a kid because mm-hmm. I guess I was birthed 
by aliens uh, or something because every kid loves superheroes. Well, in, ca- I, in I Canada, maybe that's the uh-huh. uh, well, superheroes were Americans. Yeah, yeah. they're all living in New York City. Why don't any live in Montreal <laughs> <laughs> or in Calgary? Come on. Why doesn't everybody have to get up in the morning and dig out their razor scooter? Eh? I am Quebec man. Like, I don't know why. Well, actually, like uh, why did you sound Jamaican? A, I'm yeah, Jamaican. Yeah, Jamaican. Yeah, well, there is. Well, there's the Alpha Flight team, which is all Canadians Wolverine. and Wolverine. Wolverine, here, fun fact, Wolverine was made a big star, first off, because John Byrne, the artist Mm -hmm. on X-Men at the time, is Canadian and fell in love with that character (laughs) because of his Canadian-ness and and then wrote the coolest stories ever about him, Mm -hmm. which everybody still... Uh, redoes to this day. I was in high school. I was a fan of uh, Jonan Vasquez. Oh but, yeah, uh, but now yeah. it just occurred to me that like that stuff would get you arrested today <laughs> if you brought it to a high school and shared it with your friends. Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. my chemistry t- teacher took those for me and read them. She did he? Them. Did he give you a Nickelodeon show she, for no reason? She a Johnny female the, science teacher. Johnny the homicidal what? maniac. She what? loved them. Uh, hey, mm-hmm. what's your personal history with comic books, Anne? Shortly. I, there's oh, a what, okay. <laughs> I want, she, well, Anne, she Tyler should, was talking about. It. I know, but Anne should answer her personal favorite question. We ask a question every week. Oh, sure, yeah. And it's uh, but save this for later. It was what's your guilty pleasure character? We're going to read off reader responses in the next segment. That's right. Well, look out for it, guys. I know what your guilty pleasure segment. Do your you? Character, yeah, you told me before. I think unless it's guilty something guilty pleasure. I'm ve- I don't feel guilty that's, about that's much. What we so. dis- that's what we discussed <laughs> when we got there. Like when it comes to comics, you don't really have a guilty pleasure, but one that like. Comics. You don't really have any reason. We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay, but we'll your experience we'll with comics, that. which you, right. you have much, right? Um, I started when I was seven. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. first comic I ever read, actually, I found it like on accident. I don't even remember where. Your I think it was bad. like a garage. No, no, probably like a garage sale or something. It was yeah. the second issue of The Longbow Hunters, which was a three-issue miniseries for Green Longbow. Arrow. Wow. Oh, yeah. Like, was it a, a origin retelling? or? A... No, it was actually what started... The Mike Grell really oh, long series. That's that's oh, that's really cool. So you know this happened, and then they were like, "Well, shit, that's really cool." And then they had him do that eleven year series that he did. Oh, yeah, but awesome. yeah, that was where I started. Cool. Well, so uh, we normally start an episode talking about the recent comic book news. So, uh, all right, let's start that Avengers trailer, guys. Huh? Wow. Eh, wow. Wow. We. Wow. I don't know what. I, it took me a day or two to watch it, and I, I was. We were leaving the office and like you ready to go. I'm like almost. I'm like oh, we're gonna go do Cape Crisis. I should probably watch this trailer. And it was like moved to tears. My heart started beating faster. And I'm not saying that like I'm a super comic fan. Mm-hmm. I just I haven't looked forward. To, I'm 31 years old. I haven't looked forward to something this much in so long. And everything I've seen on it looks like it's delivering exactly what I wanted. Now exactly what I wanted. When I was reading Avengers mm-hmm. and wanted desperately an Avengers movie, like I'm just so happy. Yeah, it's. Um... Well, it's got so much like potential. I'm afraid it makes me filled with fear. Mm-hmm. How much potential it has, and because it's a potential to disappoint. But like, it's Joss Whedon. You want well, you never. Uh, the one thing I'd heard about Joss Whedon was him talking about the production of it, where mm-hmm. he was shooting in the day and writing at night, and that's like, that's not a good production. And making like. a Shakespeare movie on the side. Well, no, how does so the then, man do it? Well, what? I'll tell you how he, did it. he finished. Oh. He finished shooting. Mm-hmm. He had. A break that was supposed to be for vacation before mm-hmm. editing. Mm-hmm. And then his wife was like, look, I know you want to go on vacation. You you want us to go on vacation, but you really want to make that Shakespeare movie. Just do that. He's like, oh, thank you. Thanks. But, <laughs> yep. But okay. But so the trailer, like, 
Mm-hmm. You got to see everybody being super. Like you finally got to see a ton of the Hulk. Like that, they did shit. not skimp on the Hulk footage at all. In that yeah. one scene of him. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm well, that when the when the the <laughs> Hulk catches <laughs> Iron Man, like that is such a great shot, and it was just a cool scene of teamwork and yeah. like just the Hulk smashing shit and and the su- the superhero phenomenon is still kind of a, in film is still kind of a modern aspect that every mm-hmm. time you know when they talked about making we couldn't have done this without CG, I'm like, so you couldn't have made that thing? I don't believe for a second is ever Tobey Maguire, right? <laughs> so it, like I don't I don't ever envision like the two heroes coming in contact with one another. Even when they do it in X Men, mm-hmm. it's you feel something fake, a blue screen, or whenever they one of their powers interacts with one another, it just doesn't feel real. And something about that trailer and seeing them like just shake hands and stand next to one another, yeah, it was fucking powerful. Well, because for well, I think because for the three main dudes, Cap and Thor mm-hmm. and Iron Man, there it's about the person playing them, mm-hmm. and th- those guys aren't a special effect. They can be around each other anytime. Like. Chris Hemsworth's like body may look like a special effect, but it is not. <laughs> like, wait, wait, it was though, wasn't it? No, that it wasn't, scene was not. It, in the Captain America movie, no, no, his no. body Chris is Chris Hemsworth. Oh my god! No, his abs are very real. Yeah. Oh my god! I do feel like you can Cap- shave diamonds off of him. <laughs> Captain America. His body looks good, but it did look kind of fake. It like, looked. But he's in good shape. Yeah. He's in good shape. I'm so, sorry, good shape? <laughs> he's in great, 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 great he's shape. He's in phenomenal I, shape. Yeah, I wanted to bounce myself off his pecs. <laughs> but I liked, but we'd seen that kind of like city violence before, though not the giant robots and stuff. Which what I hadn't heard awesome. is a trailer that goes. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like an old ship coming into the harbor. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I also liked how they had shots of, of Captain America and Iron Man and Thor fighting. Like, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, because I I don't know. I want to say the Ultimates is going to serve a, a tiny bit of basis for the movie mm-hmm. if Samuel L. Jackson is any indication. But like I loved Thor and Iron Man's relationship. Oh yeah, and the and Ultimates. Yeah, yeah, that's and I was just tweeting to. Uh, you know, old buddy uh, Dan Stapleton from GameSpy was like, I don't, I don't know if it's like going to be the Hulk and Iron Man show, but I'm like, I, I hope it takes enough from the Ultimates where like Thor and Iron Man, these two people who resolve their difference with the, with their egos and are technically the most powerful people on the team, like mm-hmm. just play off of one another so well. Yeah, like super that. excited about that. Thor would win. Thor I'm would just win. saying he is like a god. <laughs> this might be true, but it, th- I think what they actually get to, if I can, I'm just imagining how the scene's going to unfold. It's like Robert. Why are we fighting? This is not going to get us anywhere. Well, you might win. I might win. That's but, uh, in every comic book eventually. After when the heroes fight until they go like, why are we fighting? Yeah, but he's, <laughs> but you know, Downey, Downey's going to take some like Gordon Gecko version of it. We're like, it would yeah. be more economical if we just teamed up. Whedon, yeah. We have a Hulk. Uh, Whedon writing. Whedon writing yeah. a Tony Stark's vo- yeah. like dialogue. Like, oh. Fantastic. I, I love that scene. We, yeah. I have an army. We have a Hulk. That's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, and also the uh, well, it's it's weird to me though that they made like Loki the main villain as far as I can that tell. That is but, like, weird because he already was the main villain of a whole movie in Thor. He and was, now he's... but I figure they'd pull from a well. The end of the trailer seemed to hint at does that well, look like part yeah. of Loki? No, I don't that... want to spoil the. Well, trailer. that actually looks like um, the Falcor. aliens that yeah. they have from the scrolls. Uh, yeah, no. Oh no, I heard the scrolls are totally in this. I've heard scrolls are in it. I mean, myself. that's that's semi spoiler, but one of the earlier trailers it looked like they were almost going the direction of 
the earlier Ultimates with like the first book when the aliens mm-hmm. attacked. Oh, those aliens! Those aliens in the Ultimates were basically scrolls. Like they were shapeshifters as well, but they, they didn't were shapeshifters, but they weren't scrolls. Oh yeah, yeah, they weren't green guys with weird chins. Yeah, they. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think they're definitely going to stick with that, though. I also think Red Skull is going to be in it too because if you guys saw the Captain America movie when he activates the cosmic cube he's mm-hmm. obviously teleported up it, it, it must have been a trip to Earth. also so i'd seen a couple complaints about that trailer though that saying that like scarlett johansson sounds stupid and and uh, she's the one bit of casting like i don't have anything against her personally she's but it's a very like, pretty lady she's a very pretty lady but that seems like the only reason she's in the role like i don't yeah. have a fondness for that character at all she's a pretty lady who's famous well i know if brett was here he'd tell you about his sexual fetish for I know. Black Widow and that she's pretty hot. I like, do what I can to please Elston. I'll put on the costume if you need me to, but like, he's not here. Mm-hmm. We don't have to pretend. No. It seems like Black Widow is one of those characters where they just can't ever make up their mind if they want her to be a good person or a bad person. Or a yeah. Person. Or how slutty she is or not. Or how or, slutty oh, yeah. she is or know, whatever. But it's like different yeah. comic writers have their own different take on, well, no, she's a double agent in this one and she's mm-hmm. totally working against the Avengers. Eh, and like, I, I like that she, I like when she's a good guy. I do like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, in. Well, I don't want to spoil Ultimates for you guys. But I maybe just did with the, if you can connect well, the dots of this conversation. That's sort of what I love about com- comics. It's like you can't really, it's sort of like spoiling multiple Bibles at this point. There are so many, <laughs> there's there so many stories that even if you haven't read it, you're vaguely familiar with what's and happened. And Jesus dies. Yeah, Jesus oh. dies at the end. And then he comes back. And then he goes away. Again. Well, they always yeah. die. For like thousands back. of years. <laughs> Well, all right. So, Avenger. Oh, but also, did you think the cap? I thought the cap costume like borders on too colorful. Like it's it's a it's, it's a little such vibrant. Such a bright blue. But like I liked it. I liked. I played as him in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom three because like uh-huh. it is the vibrant version yeah. of the costume. I like that. I I hate looking at that Superman costume and seeing um, how fucking dark it is. No, that's yeah. And I how how it needs to look respectable for the screen. So part of the, when I saw that first Captain America movie. Which I remember very little of, so I, uh, I don't. The spirit was right. Though. The spirit was right. Like I, I was totally behind that. It looks, it looks like a superhero costume, and that's the kind of shit that only usually DC does nowadays. Yeah, though. Well, everybody wants to get real. Like that's how. What did the you dark... expect? Well, span, yellow spandex. Well, like, yes, I did. Wolverine. And again, Is Dark Knight it... was very. The Dark Knight was very uh, like revolutionary in making a practical Batman costume. A practical Batman costume and a practical Batman, but that's not going to work for every hero. No, that it works, works for Batman perfectly for Dark Knight. Yeah, and like I don't even think Dark Knight invented that. Like other Batman, other people who wrote Batman. Sort well, of... yeah. If if you've read a ton of Batman comics mm-hmm. like me, you could see the moments they pick and choose to make Dark Knight. I've read but they three, still, so <laughs> but they I've, still used them in great ways. Uh, yeah, wait. Well, what when I first saw, saw the first trailer, please attest that I I lost my mind a little. And I don't normally do that. I am old. I work in the games industry. Like I'm not excited by things I even <laughs> love. But like the Avengers trailer really brought something new out of me. And you were just like, that's an orgasm. I don't understand this. Um, yeah, I didn't understand it. You but explained it, w- it to me well. But it wasn't it wasn't like you're like you shouldn't like this. You mm-hmm. were like you were sort of just saying like can you please explain to me why this means anything more 
Yeah. Then, uh, because I just saw some superheroes who I've seen in recent films mm-hmm. talking to each other. But and this never happened. Like, it, it's, it's about how unique it is. Like, I know. It is unprecedented. That's what Chris explained. And Chris, you asked me, like, mm-hmm. well, what crossover would get you excited? And I said, like, I don't know, like, X Now I'm thinking, like, X Files. In HR Geiger. Plus, like, David Tennant's Doctor Who. <laughs> plus, Jean Luc Picard. <laughs> yeah, that would get me going. Yeah. There you go. Chris, look at this. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't superheroes get it. just don't do it for me. So. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that? They calling that told. So that's why I'm on this podcast to uh, not. (laughs) See, that never gets to happen because it never got to happen because Marvel, DC could do it, but they're not cool and haven't. Mm. And Marvel can't with so many of their characters because, like, Sony's got Spider Man, X Men are at Fox, Fantastic Four at Fox, but can't be. I see why it is a fantastic thing for now that Mm -hmm. you know Chris sort of explained it. Why it's just like. You told me I never thought this would happen in my life. Yeah, I never. I, I actually, I think I'm on record on Talk Radar saying this will never happen. Yeah, you guys are will, excited, but it won't work. They all those egos, they're not going to pay for it. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, what I didn't expect is that like Paramount would just give the characters back. Like, yeah. there are no more Paramount X Men or uh, Iron Man movies. They've just mm-hmm. given it back. Well, that's how Marvel Studios worked. Like, they they were good. Like, no, that. but like, it's a Disney movie. Like, yeah. and so was the next Iron Man movie. The first two were Paramount, and so was Thor. Yeah. And no, like it's, that, that's unprecedented as well. Yeah, this is the payoff of like uh, sitting in the. I remember so clearly sitting yeah. in the movie theater, like in 2008 at the end, the mm-hmm. post-credit sequence. Like I even knew ahead of time, I, there were hints ahead of time that Samuel Jackson was going to appear mm-hmm. as Nick Fury. Like there were rumors. Yeah, that's all I expected though. But when he said Avengers, I was like, oh my god, yeah. they're re- for real. Yeah. And, and, and I thought it would be just this. this total dick tease, and it would never happen. I <laughs> want to point out the only time I even remember anything like that happening. We talked about this an entire fucking laser time, and I apologize. <laughs> is Supergirl? And what was the character that crossed over between companies and comics? Like the character from the Superman movies, Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen. Olsen. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen is the only character in Supergirl. So I've never seen cross studio pollination like this. And uh, I, I just read something interesting this week that I didn't know about, that the post-credits sting to those Marvel movies uh-huh. um, are directed by the director of the next movie. I didn't know that always happened. I knew that I happened with Cap and with Thor, but I didn't know that happened with, uh, with Iron Man 2. It, it, it or... happened with Thor. It, well, it happened with... I want to say it happened at the, the Thor sequence at the end of Iron Man 2. Kenneth yeah, Branagh yeah. directed that, and at the end of Thor... Joss Whedon directed that scene. Uh, Joss Whedon uh, also directed the last the scene. The last in scene Cap. in Cap. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know they were doing that. That's uh, a cute thing to do. All right, other news. Other news. Let's see. The, there was new uh, Spider-Man game trailer for The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, I was just bringing it up because uh, here's, the, here's the weird scenario for it. So it comes out at the end of June. Mm-hmm. Sp- Amazing Spider-Man is in theaters July 4th. And the Amazing Spider-Man game takes place after the Amazing Spider-Man movie. Oh, that's stupid. Well, because you have the origin in the mm. movie, and now he's fighting the Rhino afterwards. So I know, I, I know but they usually, they, they usually always release the game before the movie and spoil mm. details of the movie. Yeah, though I remember doing that for the Spider, the original Spider-Man game, mm-hmm. and scenes about every scene that was important happened different than it happened yeah. in the movie. Well, and then like the, all the other villains came out too. Yeah, yeah. But, like, Green Goblin died a totally different way than he died in the movie. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's just kind of weird that, it's, uh, that it has to take place afterwards, but it's still... I wonder if they haven't shown, like, him taking his mask off, though, in the game trailers yet. If they 
actually bothered to pay for the Andrew Garfield oh, appearance yes. or if he's going to do the voiceover. Like, they haven't had any voiceover yet. I want to see Eduardo in that suit. <laughs> the social network? No? I love that movie. Uh-huh. I'm think, not the only ones. Uh, what are you guys, speaking of new trailers? It was a newer Spider-Man trailer. You guys, I, I don't know. did wait. Yes, like I did see it? that. I what I don't. Did you see that tweet that somebody pointed out that the the lizard character looks exactly like the Goomba from the Super Mario Brothers movie? Wow! It, no, it'll I, blow your mind when you see it. It's one of those you can then see things. I'm sorry, whoever sent it to me on Twitter, it was fucking hysterical. Yeah, well, it really does look like. I do not remember. Right. Eh, but all right. Well, okay. So then, one more thing. Uh, so, you know, the DC uh, Comics did a big reboot last mm-hmm. year, and now they're talking about their second wave of new titles, and that includes Earth 2. Like, they're finally, oh. like, uh, basically when they restarted, even though they acknowledged there were other universes around, they never mm-hmm. talked about Earth 2, which, if you don't know, Earth 2 is the original DC universe where the World War II comics happened, mm-hmm. or at least that's always what it used to mean. Now, from the first images they've shown of Earth 2 stuff, like, nothing mm-hmm. looks how you remember it. Like, Jim Lee has redesigned all these people, and they don't have hokey 1940s costumes anymore. It's yeah, really I, weird. I, I guess I'm a little confused as to what Earth 2 ever really was, because I just think well, of the Infinite Earths. And... Yeah, the Infinite Earths are part of that. Like, mm-hmm. basically, DC... We have two. DC had all their World War II comics, mm-hmm. and after World War II, they kept getting more and more unpopular, but they still published... Superman mm-hmm. and Batman and Wonder Woman, but The Flash and Green Lantern sucked and stopped being published. And so in the late 50s, they said, well, let's have a new Flash and a new Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Pretend those other ones didn't happen. Is this Professor Zoom? This, um, <laughs> Don't be offended. Not really. <laughs> well, anyway, so they introduced the new Flash and Green Lantern, and then fans start asking, well, wait, what about those guys in the 40s? Who were they? And so then they, they were create... racist and commies <laughs> and... They were racist they had and to sexist. Go away. But, um, so then they just say, no, they're on Earth 2. All the comics you read about people fighting in World War II, so it's, that's Earth 2. It, now It started with a Earth Santa Claus one. explanation. Basically. It's just one of his just, helpers. And when Santa's away. <laughs> and, uh, so, I'm embarrassed now. So anyway, it just became the first alternate universe, you know. Mm. And now, and, uh, but it seemed like DC had kind of chucked it aside and mm-hmm. was done with it because it's very complicated to explain. But, um, well, they, they close it when it becomes too complicated and they open it when they're mm-hmm. out of ideas. Yep. <laughs> it's basically seems to be what happens. I am a seasoned uh, comic reader. Well, this talk of alternate universes reminds me oh. that we have a topic to talk about in the next segment <gasps> about alternate universes. <laughs> so, yes. why don't we take ourselves a little. Break. I like and, it. Uh, then when we come back. We'll talk about. Yeah, I'm gonna play the plug for Dan Amherst's book. Oh man, I've bought that book. To buy it I on your it, Kindle, it. guys. Yeah, it's like critical path. Wish I had it before I got in the industry. Jesus. Yeah, it's useful. You're mm-hmm. Hi there, Laser Time. It's Dan Amrick, or as Chris Antista likes to call me, Bam Ramdick. Um, I'm here to beg for your money, straight up. I've written a book about GAMS journalism uh, called Critical Path, How to Review Video Games for a Living. Uh, I finally have answered that question of how do I get your job as completely as I can possibly think. It's about 320 pages of uh, how to be a better writer, how to get yourself noticed, how not to piss off PR. The whole thing that I could think of from press start to game over. 
Uh, it's available for Kindle and iBook for 10 bucks. There's also a print version available for a little bit more than that. All the information is over at criticalpathbook.com. Please send me your money. Thanks. Uh, hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to uh, the second episode of Cape Crisis, uh, my brand new podcast. I, I take a little pride in it, and I'm a little, I'm a little uh, happy about it right now. You should be. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I want to thank, thank you all for your uh, support. But if you'd like to give some more support, let me just tell you that, uh, first off, if you aren't subscribing to this on iTunes, you definitely should. And uh, we appreciate any reviews, any positive reviews you want to give on iTunes, five-star ratings, if, if that's what you feel. Yeah, if you coming want. soon to Zoom. Yeah, coming <laughs> soon to Zoom. Uh, it's, uh, it's how I download Laser Time sometimes on, my, on the Zoom marketplace on my Windows Phone 7. Poor bastard. Uh, but also, um, you know, don't forget, we'll, we'll mention it later in the podcast, but uh, you can go to the forums on lasertimepodcast.com mm-hmm. uh, to answer this question of the week. And there's there's a pretty vibrant, uh, I'd say, pretty pretty good community of people just talking about comics in general. In yeah, the, uh, yeah really, crisis you guys really came came to the table and like created a bunch of new topics in mm-hmm. less than a week. Awesome. I yeah. Love our community. Oh, and... Uh, I'm going to do this now because I forgot to do it on the episode and I'm only remembering it now. Hank's Corner uh, suggestion of the week, the comic book you should read. Even though we talked a lot about it and we talked about a lot of other good comics to read, you guys should, I'm going to suggest Invincible. If you, uh, written by the same uh, Robert Kirkman, the creator of his much more famous series, Walking Dead, Invincible is a tribute to the comics of Marvel and DC, except it takes place in a superhero universe where anything can happen because he owns every character. He can kill anyone he wants. Crazy shit happens all the time. The first 12, 13 issues alone, like are may are really great. If those, those will probably hook you. Uh, the collections out everywhere. They're up to like volume. Like I think they're up to issue like 100 or something or pass up. Yeah. Robert Kirkman's and then sports. Check that out. Uh, but also, if you'd uh, if you'd like to, uh, if you're not on the Laser Time uh, page for this now on LaserTimePodcast.com or Hulk Dick, Hulk Dick, Hulk Dick, it'll always Hulk take you Dick. straight to Cape Crisis. And if you're on the page for this episode, you'll see links to uh, several of the comics we talk about here. If you want, uh, if you want to pick them up on Amazon, if you purchasing them helps uh, like kicks a tiny bit of money back to us and helps support the show. Mm-hmm. Helps uh, keeps it free. Help keeps it helps keep it free. We also have a donate button, um, and we love and appreciate all donations. Um, maybe we'll work out a program where people get to dictate topics. <laughs> Who knows? And uh, and you know if you want, and I loved like we went over a hundred comments on the first episode. I love that. Any I read all oh, the comments. I was pissed about that. None <laughs> of the other shows I do for the stupid site get hundred comments. So comment away, people. If, I really appreciate those arena balls. So, uh, Can I plug this week's episode of our Oscar Grouchy episode? Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, of Laser Time. Of Laser Time. That's also on the site. Um, you can Yes, Laser Time. And then the, the week before that, The Simpsons. Going through The Simpsons Oof, albums. Yeah. Those, People are like actually hard. mad at us. Like for, it was for, a tough episode for all of us, but I think you, you learn a lot. And we had, a, we had fun. Man, some of those songs. <laughs> they were torture. Anyway. All right. This is the longest uh, little break plug we've ever done. Yeah, but right. uh, go to LazyTimePodcast.com to find out more. Please donate. Uh, we got T-shirts. I don't know. Would you like a Cape Crisis T-shirt? <laughs> we can make you one. We're going to have some new shirts very, very soon. Relating to Mass Effect. I don't know. Uh, keep checking back. We'll show you. Um, LazyTimePodcast.com. Bye. Hulk Dick.
more no. the hand. It was more the hand. Motion. It was more the hand oh. and, and Especially that you like you used the whole sternum too. Because well, you know. I imagine it would rip me like, in half. I hope you're recording already. Mm. <laughs> I am recording. So now. Anne's relating her problems with HulkDick.com. The URL we barely yes. got. Hulk, uh, HulkDick.com. Go there first. For, <laughs> you can also find us on LazerTimePodcast.com slash Cape Crisis. But if you want to type in those things, Hulk Dick. <laughs> yes, if you want to save time, HulkDick.com. HulkDick.com. It is easy to remember. Yes, and by the way, that is not infringing on Marvel's trademark. This is a Hulk Hogan thing. Um, <laughs> yes, a small, shriveled, steroidal. You know, actually, uh, Terry, Terry Buela I know, has I'm to pay Marvel, Marvel Comics to be called the Hulk. I'm saying this to the people who don't know. Chris. I know, Come but on. You, you just made my joke better. All right. So, guys... <laughs> Hi. Uh, we're back again. Hi. Uh, for segment two, the second segment. So before we get into the topic of this week, yeah. last week we had a different topic about guilty pleasures and uh, like after seeing Ghost Rider. After seeing Ghost Rider. Did you see Ghost Rider? I did not Ghost Rider 2, I should say. Spirits of Vengeance. The better movie, but not Should I see awesome. it? Yeah. Do you, yeah. Have any, do you have any feelings about the character Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider, I, you know, Is I've it never more of a really Nick Cage cared thing? one way or the other. <laughs> About Ghost Rider. You want to see Nick Cage acting crazy? There are better movies, but this is good. Well, anybody acting crazy is This is definitely a DVD watcher. Like, I don't know if you should make it a priority to see in theaters, but DVD, totally. Totally a DVD movie. I'll catch it when it's on Netflix. But certainly not BitTorrent. It won't. There was big news there this week. Netflix lost, like, their entire A-list catalog. Wow! Uh, really? Yeah, I heard yeah, about that. yeah, like the stars deal that they've had since '08. They oh, got for a steal. So, like everything you've seen in there, that's like, oh, that was just in theaters. That's all gone. Man, they need to give stars. Uh, stars now is just going to ask for like three billion dollars. Like, <laughs> well, that's yeah. the they got it. I think they said they got it for fifty million dollars. And that catalog wow. right now streaming is worth four hundred million. Well, that's all that keeps happening with Netflix. Million. That basically all all Netflix like made good deals and ended up with a great library. Then were too successful, and so mm-hmm. then. Every time it comes up, like Warner Brothers, like well, we want eighteen times the money. I think I think that's they were the first people to actually bring movies into people's houses, and now that every company knows, oh, I can we can mm-hmm. just do that. We don't need you. Yeah, and I then, can do it on Crackle. And what, what, yeah, <laughs> Crackle. And once the stars thing goes <laughs> away, like it's like, oh yeah, anybody could do this. And who, they, like other than the star stuff, it looks exactly like what's on Hulu Plus. Uh, we Pretty should soon it's just going to be all Nick Cage movies. 100% <laughs> Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. We should yes. try It'll to be, be Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We should try to be sponsored by Crackle because we're the only people talking about it. <laughs> uh, they have like eight Seinfeld episodes there. Give them some credit. So last week, except, uh, so yeah, we talked about uh, guilty pleasures. And before mm-hmm. I go to your reader responses from the uh, comments in the forums on the. Yeah. Uh, Crackathoom section of uh, <laughs> of the Laser Time forums. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know Anne's comic book guilty pleasure. Anne. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you said it to her like she was a baby. <laughs> okay, Anne. <laughs> Sorry, it's all right. It's a sweet name. It just makes you want to I say. I know it my little way. Angela, which I always call her Angela for no reason. It's not part That's of your not name. That's not my name at I know, all. It's I know. just Anne. It's just I can't handle one syllable. We <laughs> have okay. Henry, Tyler. I call people, you know, by their Christopher. Topher, please. Topher? Topher. I'm not going to. No. Like Topher Gray. Oh, wow, Topher. that's really nope. where Topher gets it from. I... Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, he's, no. he's Christopher. What a douche. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we were just what talking about Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Knee, motherfucker. Knee. Mm. Oh, appreciate that. Yeah, that was funny, knee. right? That was that. No. No? I, was, right. I think that might be my guilty pleasure. Really? <laughs> really? JGHM. I mean, There's it's, nothing guilty about that. Uh, that's It's awesome. not bad. 
Mm-hmm. It's just very high school angst. What about Filler Bunny? You can say that. I love your, Filler Bunny. There's your guilty Filler Bunny is better than JTH. I, I think. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I okay, like Filler but, Bunny. But Anne, what but was Anne, yours? But Anne, also used. Well, Mr. Antista says mine should be the Green Arrow, but you're, I have no guilt over you're that You're the only person all. in history I've ever heard yeah, well, express any likeness no for Green Arrow. I am with her on Green Arrow. He's Thank a really you. cool guy. I also... I he's like a he's psycho sometimes. Is he depending sounds on like who's writing Heston? him. But. No, he's the anti-Charlton Heston of comics. He's the bleeding heart. He's the bleeding heart liberal of <laughs> comics. Like no government. Yeah, no. yeah like, he's, he's a little crazy I, over the top. There were some great but. ones in the seventies where him and Green Lantern were hanging out, and Green Lantern's like, "Look, maybe we series. should help the. Maybe we should just save this slumlord." And and then Green Arrow's like, you know, a lot of other people followed orders too in Nazi Germany. <laughs> you should stop listening. And then it was just all about like constant guilt trips given to Green Lantern until a Green Lantern would eventually cry and be like, you're right, Oliver. Thank you for manipulating me with liberal I mean, Green Arrow hadn't really, other than Justice League, he hadn't really been in that many comics before mm-hmm. his thing with the Green Lantern. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, Green yeah. Arrow hadn't really been in very many comics. No, before. I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, what uh, are Green Arrow's powers? He doesn't have any powers. There He's really go. rich, and he has a lot of trick arrows. He's really awesome at shooting arrows. Hawkeye really with a awesome. boring costume. <laughs> Ouch. Sorry. He predates Hawkeye. I know. Yes. All DC characters do. I can't remember it. I can't think of a DC character like in the last Hawkeye's, 20 years. I do like Hawkeye's mask. It's a pretty cool mask. It's pretty the, with the... Well, no, no, no. That's Green Arrow's, like... No, no, no. Not that oh. thing. Like... There was a costume Hawkeye had where it was his his mask like extended and pulled oh, yeah, yeah. off the side of his head. Yeah, and eventually it became kind of like the uh, Wolverine's pointed yeah, eye yeah, circles. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, meanwhile, like that, this is my one annoyance with Green Arrow that he's how does he have a secret identity? He he wears a <laughs> tiny domino mask <laughs> and then has like. A big okay. bushy how does goatee, Superman like how would have any... a secret identity? I mean, you can oh, say no, the same not... about most. No, people. he wears he most wears DC glasses. He, wear... he wears glasses, and that's it. Parts his hair differently. It's true. That's it. It's true. It wears <laughs> yeah. a, a different but suit. Well, at least, like, <laughs> at least he can like fly at super speed and trick people that way. Like, oh, I see you're at a, at a government. Like, and it's... yet there are still constantly like the you know photo op pictures well, of him. What a scoop! Like, Come on. But meanwhile, on, but meanwhile, at like some gala event, like Oliver Queen is there hanging out with people, and then the villains bust in. And he's like, "Oh, I have to run I gotta away, go. <laughs> gotta go!" And then he comes back in, and somebody who looks exactly like him, in but wearing a domino mask, is like, "I'm gonna save you guys!" Like, come on, domino mask, and in the olden days, that pointy hat. Pointy oh hat. yeah, his old pointy hat. Old pointy How hat. Could we but he doesn't have any more now. He has a hood. Yeah, he speedy. Hood. That's more intense. Hey, hey. Speedy, a.k.a. Future Arsenal. Uh-huh. And at one point, wasn't he the Red Arrow? He was Red Arrow and then went back to Arsenal. Or back to Arsenal. Yeah. Actually, Red Arrow And played. now, in 52, he looks super trailer trash. Yeah, <laughs> Did they reboot Green Arrow as well? They yeah. rebooted everything. Okay. They rebooted everything. Uh, oh, but so that was that was very helpful. Thank you. Oh, but wait. But wait. You said Green Arrow wouldn't be. Oh, what? no. My, well, who would be? I think that. my actual guilty pleasure is... Bratz? No. Oh. Uh... No. I'm going for girl stuff. Uh, Ninja Cowboy Viking. Oh. I don't know that oh. one. It's an image comic. Ah. And, uh, a recent image comic? I don't from think... The 90s. No, no, no. It's not recent, but it's not old, old. It's like okay. probably mid to late 2000s when it started. Huh. But it doesn't have that many, and it's it's just so 
bizarre. And I remember I picked it up just because I was like, Ninja Cowboy Viking, that's a weird name. first cover is pretty great. Right? But it's about a schizophrenic who has a ninja, a cowboy, and a Viking inside of him. So they start. That just like, sounds pretty cool. It sounds like something uh, mothers starts, whisper to their children when they go to sleep. We the government have. starts a task force of schizophrenics. Oh, wow. And Ooh. they call them the triplets. And then they all start, like, when the group is disbanded, they become mm. hired hitmen. Hmm. And so they're all after this one specific triplet. And mm-hmm. that's Duncan, the main character. Who's a oh. samurai basketball player philanthropist. Yes. Uh, he's, <laughs> Those are his superpowers. But now they're making a movie out of it. No, they're not. Uh, yeah, Universal. Writer, writers of uh, Zombieland. Yeah. Zombieland was pretty good. I'm seeing that right there. Well, yeah. okay. So, now we got that out of the way. What Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, time to uh, list uh, what you guys said in the forums about your favorite. Thank uh, you for coming to the places. Laser Time forums, by the way. Uh, so let's start the inaugural question answerer with uh, Guitar Creep Show. said... I don't know if I'd say they are guilty pleasure characters, but I do have a lot of love for people, uh, for lame characters like Squirrel Girl, Spot, Dr. Bong. <laughs> Dr. Bong? Dr. Dr. Long. Doc- no, he, he wrote Dr. Bong. Dr. Bong. I think is like he's got a, um, a sound a theme like a bell. <laughs> like he's, you sure, bro? I'm going to say that. Him, him I don't know. What but, time uh, is it? It's yeah, bong time. 420. Okay, yeah. But Squirrel Girl and the Spot, I do really like. Like Squirrel Girl is just fun. Like I like how stupid or how how cheery she is. Squirrel Girl. Is just oh wow, weird. Dr. Bong has a bell for a head. Oh, Dr. See, Bong is a thing. You. Yeah. I told you Dr. Bong is as a bell-headed guy. He first Where's appeared he in Howard the Duck. Uh, well, okay, he's meant to be stupid. Yes. Squirrel Girl sort of was too. Like in Squirrel Girl's so hard to say. Uh, in her first in her first appearance, she beat Doctor Doom. She called on a bunch of what? she called on a bunch of squirrels to defeat Doctor Doom, and it worked. She's the rodent version of Aquaman. Good she was meant to be. Yeah, she was meant to be a joke character created by Steve Ditko, co-creator of Spider Man. Guys, oh, let's move on. No. Uh, <laughs> Turbo Bison. I'm a huge fan of Heroes for Hire. I think they. I think people really hate Iron Fist and Power Man slash Luke Cage. I love I them a lot. Don't at all. I don't think that's Heroes for Hire were were a joke at one point, but like mm-hmm. now Iron Fist and Luke Cage are like the biggest stars of the current adventure roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's not really so guilty, I don't think. Yeah, but I but in the nineties it wasn't so cool. Well like Heroes for Hire was wasn't awesome, but those yeah. characters those characters They cool. outgrew Heroes for Hire. Like they're full on Avengers now. See, it now it includes Ghost Rider and Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. Heroes for Hire now has uh, crazy. And people. Elektra. I actually forget a time when I didn't hate Elektra because of that amazing movie. <laughs> Oof, Jennifer. Jennifer Garner. Is that yeah. her name? Yeah. yeah. Well, Gar- I just remember She's her not famous fighting, anymore. So. She fights a man's tattoos that come to life because they create. Yeah. And then there's Stone also. Uh. And. Uh... Uh, and then Typhoid Mary kisses her for a pretty hot scene, right, guys? No, no, don't remember. Like, uh, I'm racing all of it. All right, Rogue Bomber. I like Kid Quentin, uh, or Kid Omega, Quentin Choir. Uh, he reminds me of Damian Wayne, also an annoying character who I like, who was also who was also created by Grant Morrison. Mm-hmm. I want to say Kid Omega is uh, like a punky. Uh, Super rebellious. It was it was a really cool idea. Like with a whip. What if what if at uh, Professor X's school, 
a kid decided to be like the students never really did anything. This was a student who was like, fuck you, Mr. Professor Xavier Magneto's cool and I'm going to rebel. And so then he dresses up like people imagined uh, mutants would look like in the future, including when they enslave humanity. Oh. It was a really cool rough. Uh, the I'm not Quentin choir. Isn't always cool when he's written, mm-hmm. but his first storyline I think it was called Riot at the Xavier School. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a really great. I think my favorite Grant Morrison X-Men comic story. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. And uh, then we have Gears of Rabies. Uh, he's a real... Rabies, I remember him. He loves Red Lanterns, which... Uh, <laughs> Red Lanterns is pretty fucking dumb, but I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I have this feeling that'll get axed <laughs> when DC cancels the next wave of books. Uh, and then he says, when I was a dumb kid, I liked Sonic the Hedgehog books because <laughs> he would buy them at Save Mart. They've never been better than right now. I remember I bought the first issues of Sonic Archie comics at my local uh, uh, 7-Eleven equivalent. Has there, has there ever been anybody who made Sonic comics who wasn't Archie? Because I hear that distinction a lot nowadays. Have you read these Sonic Archie comics? Well... The Archie universe of Sonics is a very distinct universe. Very they got to define certain uh, origins, didn't they? Yeah. Well, it's just a separate universe from the games. Wait, was he a boy when the that series started? He was what? transformed from something. Oh, no, he's a real like brown hedgehog uh, who could sort of run fast. Not aware of that. I'm when absolutely it, positive. When issue one started, it was... It was didn't take itself seriously at all. It was a very silly comic, but then it eventually got its long storylines, which ah, they probably uh, went into that. Okay. Also, bow ties are cool. Said the same thing. My guilty pleasure is definitely Archie Comics Sonic the Hedgehog from the '90s. They may be cheesy and predictable, but I sure love rereading them for the nostalgia hits. I tried rereading them this Christmas. Like I mm-hmm. found my old copies. They are. <laughs> the first 10 issues like the worst art ever terrible puns mm-hmm. so bad he fights he fights an Urkel robot at one point in one of them like that's how dated it is I can't even do an Urkel impression no. anymore that's how dated it is man it was really good at Did it I do that? Oh, that's really good do it no, it was have any cheese you got any cheese uh, really good right Ann yeah, so uh, you believe we're single <laughs> Angry Fruit Salad said uh, Frankenstein from the New 52 is fun and dumb. I'm a big fan of that character, too. Yeah. Um, uh, Tenerence said uh, Scud the Disposable Assassin, which I don't think is a guilty pleasure. I've never really. heard that called a guilty Scud pleasure. Scud the Disposable Assassin is a very well-respected independent book created by Rob Scrabs, mm-hmm. Rob Schrab, and, uh, and Dan Harmon. Oh, more more Rab Schrab. And uh, let's you will hear see. more from that duo on an upcoming episode of Laser Time. Uh, in what regard? Let's see here. And then we've got another user with a stupid name mm-hmm. uh, brought up X Men 2099. The full whole 2099 line was kind of dumb, but <laughs> basically, X Men 2099 was just full of knockoffs of the cool characters from the real comics mm-hmm. because it was in the. <laughs> Future where none of them existed. I hated 2099 stuff. Yeah, the I thought the X Men was just well. I think Hulk 2099 was the worst. Yeah, but, this, uh, this one from Caribbean Kid, uh, who wrote a kick-ass fucking uh, UFC three review uh, on Laser Time. Uh, WWE Heroes. Yeah, I never read those. That was a comic. Well, they had their own comic line. Yeah. Oh, how long? How long has it been? Over ten years. 
I'm sure it's oh, out it's there. Time, it's time it's to go back. To oh my goodness, I can't wait to do this. I'm just going to post an image a day. The Ultimate Warrior had his own comic line. Did he? It's famous for having a Christmas issue where... He cleanses ethnicity? He, where he basically kidnaps Santa Claus and then has S&M yeah, brother. Whip, whips him like and chains him up like and whips him. Very strange. Call me daddy. Um, then not, there's uh, <laughs> Michael Grimm is elite. He said, easy, Dark Hawk, Moon Knight, and War Machine. Uh, and uh, War Machine is cool because he's Iron Man with guns. And more importantly, Mike Grimm is elite. He he's totally elite. is. I would drop the E. Motherfucker's elite. Uh, oh. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who answered in the forum. Can I add one? Can I add a yes. pleasure that I have? Uh, <laughs> Tacoma called the uh, Angry Youth Comics. That's oh, that's, <laughs> I bought this with N. That's comics <laughs> with an X, and the oh. X means that all the characters have like long, uh, wobbly, skinny arms and <laughs> are drawn kind of funny because it's because it's independent. But Angry Youth Comics is probably the most offensive. Thing I might have read. It was just about children getting murdered, and it's it's people hand me comics all the time. Really Tyler's like, read this. It's 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 really funny. I swear. I'm like, whatever. And Those it just underground kept, comics. I kept going through it, and then at the end of one of the storylines, uh, breast cancer that the main character had stomped out of another character's tits became president of the United States. <laughs> That's it's good. funny though. It's it so was bad. what an ending. Right now, I'm I'm looking at uh, uh, um, a couple frames of Hitler. Hitler's back. And this time he's totally awesome. <laughs> he's got like a, a swastika with a smiley face, and uh, it's those those underground comics get awfully silly. But I do love them. I just like I like it when someone just does the most offensive thing they can think of because it's just it's yeah. Well, because it's watching someone do the most offensive thing they can think of. And I it's was funny. A, I was a big fan of Evan Dorkin and his milk oh, and cheese. Oh god, books. milk and those cheese, so good. Wow, that might be. A, I love those so much. I love they. I love when milk and cheese would say like, "Gin makes a man mean," <laughs> and I also like they went to the movies one time mm-hmm. and there was a baby crying and they're just like, "Babies don't like movies. They're fucking babies." And they grab the baby from yes. the lady and like. Covered it in like a theater butter and then just slid it around. I remember when, it, like, because it, I, I read it way after it was out, but they just go into a music store and the uh, person at the music store is being snobby and playing Guns N' Roses. And they just go on this tirade, trash everything, kill everybody. Kind of wonderful. Stop reading comics on the comic uh, show. There was, a, there was one angry youth where, where this guy goes around stealing people's assholes, just cutting their assholes off and putting them in a jar. It's horrible. All right, so uh, this week's second episode or second segment <laughs> topic, uh, when we were talking about Earth 2, that reminded me like alternate universes. This happened all the time in comic books. Mm-hmm. Lots of great stories set in them. Mm-hmm. So I was want to see like what were your guys' some of your favorite alternate universes? Let me let me get started by, with uh, Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come is mm-hmm. one of the best comics I think ever ever written. Definitely of the '90s. Definitely the best of the '90s. Where it was takes place in an alternate future where Superman retired. His whole generation of pretty much his whole generation of heroes retired, and was replaced by like murderous dark heroes of the eighties and nineties. And it was it was all about like the kind where that road leads you to mm-hmm. of of heroes that have no moral code and like that uh, you need kind of a balance. And it it made Superman important again. Was it made me understand why Superman was cool? So why did you give me that one cool. instead of Red? Uh, other than Red Sun, 
Red Sun is really great too. I, love I got a little tired of. Come there. on, what, what are you like, talking about? I get it. He's for, he's in Russia. I super no. He, t- he takes over Russia and he mm-hmm. and it corrupts him and he you know he won't kill anybody but he. Uh, I, I know, I know. It was really good. I thought I have not read Kingdom Come because you. You've it's never, your fault. It's your, no, it's your fault. You it's your fault. Read, I feel like I've lent. Because I've, I've read more comics since I since I <laughs> met you than I did than I did in like the last ten years. I feel like I've lent it to you. I'm probably, I have not. You probably lent it to that stupid Charlie Bear. Oh no! Wait, I think I think Michael. <laughs> no, I think you'll never see it again. I, I well, let no, Michael. Charlie I let Michael, um, fucking old boy on DVD. Uh, my <laughs> first week at uh, Gams Ratter. Where I don't even work anymore, and he has never given. <laughs> That's like six or seven years. Uh, yeah, Charlie still has my ultimates. Oh, speaking of They're which, on his shelf. The all yeah, he just I put saw them him on at the shelf. Oscars. But there's, uh, I saw him at the Oscars last year. But um, you guys make it sound like you went to the no, but it's like, but they're all framed nicely and according to size, so it means he filed Henry's comic in with his. Well, I think it's more likely Cherry is why shit. I don't know. Uh, The Ultimate Universe, that's another pretty cool alternate universe, or can Mm. be, at least was written by Mark Miller and Brian Bendis. uh, Don't take everybody's responses. Well, okay, Anne, I know you're a fan of, aren't you a fan of Age of Apocalypse? Um, I I am, yeah. I don't remember ever talking to you about that, though. (laughs) I feel like I've heard it. Maybe. Yeah, you said he knew that already. Hey, uh, he just heard it. Yeah. What are you fucking creeped out about? Um, I like those, and then you know what? I do have a guilty pleasure actually, and I'm bringing it back to that. All right. I liked the noir series that they did for Marvel. Some of them, not oh. not all of them. Spider Spider Man Spider Man the only one I was read. good. What was the worst one? Uh, Spider Man's the only one I read. I don't know. Oh. A Ghost Rider noir. Let's see. I read Spider Man. <laughs> Cage noir. Uh, Daredevil. Mm. Daredevil. Well, I feel like it would work. Right? I really want to see. Was, Hulk Noir just in purple shorts and a fedora walking around. <laughs> it no, was Dark they, Knight. Yeah. Spider-Man was good. I, I did I, like that one. Yeah, I, I read it because I was uh, studying up for the uh, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions game. Oh, I was going to preview it. So still love seeing like, Shattered Dimensions. I really do. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> Spider-Man Noir was nice, but yeah, the whole Noir line didn't pay off. But yeah. No. I, I, did you like um, Age of Apocalypse? I did, yeah. I thought that was that was like, I read that kind of when I was on my way back into comics, and mm. I was kind of blown away. But like it only just, lasted like for three months. Like it, it didn't was, last long, and then they did like a they did their compilation book where they put them mm. all together, and you can that's, still find that's, what, that's what I read. They're actually, on the bookshelf in our office, uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Like I have I, mine packed away in storage I have, somewhere. I think I have one or two in the house, uh, like the big compendiums. I never read three or four, but it was just so. It was the, one of the cruelest. Things I think I've seen done to characters where these beloved characters fall on different sides of a, or they get and they've been maimed like Wolverine is missing a hand. Yeah, they got blasted off by Cyclops. What? 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 You all right? Did you fart? Old Man Logan. Did he? Oh have yeah, I love oh, Old man. man Logan is on this list. Yeah, yeah. that was a good one. Old Man Logan. Yeah, yeah. It's... Hawkeye is blind. Wait, who is who is Magneto dating in, in Age of Apocalypse? Rogue. rogue rogue yeah that it was sort of everything that i fucking hate that was, was not I, it was unsettling 
It's really weird. Really? Just because uh, he's like 30, 40 years old. You see him making out something? Yeah, no. Lock. In like the first book, they're no, like, they're, yeah, they're you. locking lips. And like, yeah, there still looks like a giant age difference. Yeah. No, I don't, thanks. I know he's the hero in this book, but he's still evil in Magneto. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Old Man Logan is great. It's where like all the villains got together and won. And, and like, won. And Hulk is like started a family where they all, they're all like country all inbred, bumpkin, and inbred and country bumpkins. But yeah, Old Man Hulk Logan is clan. really Logan? good. Yeah. No, it's, and the art is amazing. Oh, like Steve so McNiven, good. like I'll, I'll lend, maybe I'll lend you that one. Which would you rather read first, Kingdom Come or Old Man Logan? I can read two things at once. No, I, guess I don't I should think pick. you can. Uh, oh, good. Uh, oh, oh, you don't have to pick button. Uh, Okay. Uh, well, another favorite of mine. Uh, speaking of Earth Two, was the series Golden Age. It was a mini series called Golden Age from the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, by written by James Robinson, I forget the artist, but it was. It took all the the uh, Justice Society heroes of the 40s, but no Superman, Batman, or Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So in this universe, none of those people exist. Just the other people. Or just the other weird characters. And he goes really deep with weird characters. But, mm-hmm. but it's about the late 40s and early 50s where... They're having to deal with McCarthyism, mm-hmm. with uh, with this weird like twisting of patriotism. Are and... you now, or have you ever been an Avenger? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and they and then it's all about the and post traumatic stress syndrome and drugs. My like report it's... says you were an ex force. <laughs> it's just Fine. such a fun. It was such an interesting way to look at the late fi- the early fifties and mm-hmm. uh, those comic heroes from a totally different angle, and it has like. A great, like uh, it has a great twist ending. I don't want to ruin, but yeah, ruin but look out ruin for it. golden. Look out for Golden Age. That's a really good one. Speaking of the X Men too, there's the Days of Future Past, like the uh, the classic X Men story, where uh, Wolverine, like they've taken over the like Sentinels have taken over. Basically, everybody's dead except Wolverine and Kitty Pride, and they have to they send somebody back in time to prevent it. I wait. Go ahead, Anne. They based part, there was a, and I can't remember which cartoon series it was. It mm-hmm. might have been the newer one, but they had this weird thing the evolution? where. No, not Wolverine evolution. Wolverine and his X-Men. Wolverine and the X-Men. They did something yeah. weird where it was like in the future and everybody well, was dead. Yeah, yeah. They were like transporting messages back. No, that's that's 100% Days of Future Past. They did yeah. that. They sort of did that episode too on the 90s X-Men show. But, yeah, uh, I remember that. But they but, brought in Bishop into that, which I think, because huh. Kitty Pride wasn't on the original, like, or on the 90s show. Mm-hmm. So they, they brought in Bishop, who was such a 90s character. Like, oh, I, he's super 90s. I don't like, I don't <laughs> like Bishop. Not to, I know, you know, he's a black character and I don't want to be racist, but he's not a You're from Arkansas, buddy. I, Hey, hey. You come a long way. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wait, don't ruin every. But uh, you can't have this many, right? All right. Fine. Does the comics have this many? Does, I, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I am joking. I know. Right. I know. Uh, there's just one more that I'd be remiss not talking about is Dark Knight Returns. Remember Dark oh, Knight yeah, Returns, yeah, yeah. guys? Like, I'm not a fan back, of Girl Robin. No one ever talks about Lady Robin. Carrie. Uh, Carrie. Right. Uh, yeah. The character already sucked enough in, in being a twelve-year-old girl. Like I, I, she's sixteen. I don't. I. I still like everybody I has when fond I was memories like at 16. of that. <laughs> yeah, everybody awful. has fond memories of that comic, and no one ever mentions the girl Robin, and like eh. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, like it's... you look like more of a monster for employing an underage girl to be hit by people with no superpowers. <laughs> well, than an ac- than a male acrobat. 
This doesn't have to do with comics, but you talking about uh, sidekicks turning to girls reminds me that Lucy Liu has signed up to play Watson no, in the American no. version of what? Sherlock. No. Oh, yes. Who heard? I did joke about that on some <gasps> podcast where nice. Cedric the Entertainer would be the star of uh, uh, No Shit Sherlock on CBS. And literally, <laughs> CBS has a show called Elementary coming on. And like uh, Johnny Lee Miller, who was Sick Boy in a, uh, Train Spotting, like, that's okay. Like I saw him on Dexter. Lucy like Lou is that's Lucy Lou is Watson. Bullshit. Come on. There's only so many. Oh, and I'm sorry like to derail Henry. There is no, another. No, no, there, it's an alternate me. universe. It counts. Yeah. There, it, alternate universe. Yeah. It's From an alternate universe. Books, there's drawings in the books, so they're where <laughs> you're somehow uh, somehow representing progress by making Watson an Asian female. I don't. Yeah. It makes well, no sense. So they can I have, have sex twenty bucks on them having sex. Yep. Did, did Ted McGinley ask for <laughs> too much? Well, I think they'll be very. And, and Sherlock <laughs> has appeared in comics, so I can talk about this. What's great about the British show? I won't go all, uh, all over. That's on simply this. called Sherlock. That's simply called Sherlock. Is that Sherlock is portrayed? As he should be a sexless sociopath. Yeah, but yeah. then he's not going to be anymore anyway. That sounds very. That's that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. That sounds very unlikable. I don't think Americans would watch that. Oh show. yeah, they won't watch some unlikable guy. Well, I, I love that with interesting plots. They, like uh, the the Downey Jr. movies, which which I hate, <laughs> but like what I but I what I didn't like about his depiction is that like they really draw out for the modern day while still set in the past. The things that are shitty about the Sherlock character, uh-huh. whereas this is the, the Sherlock on BBC is the exact same Sherlock character. Everybody around him now reacts as if you how you would react to a right. modern day know it all. Exactly, yeah. and, and they're like, all annoyed. By yeah, it. like great, you had like you solved the case, but you have Asperger syndrome, and I don't want to talk to you because you're a horrible person. So mm-hmm. watch the show is what we're saying. Don't watch yeah. the American one. Don't 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 don't. Watch the British one. Happens. Oh, I did not mean to it say happens. people with Aspergers are horrible people. <laughs> but uh, you can have they can you can have someone Don't with Asperger's that, that is way. a horrible person. Right. Look it's at George possible. W. Bush. All right. <laughs> so, Wait, I had one. Oh, what? I had one. I was going to okay. go for a while. I'm sorry. It's hard. It's hard to know what to say because, like, I feel we all have talked on mic before on various podcasts. So I don't know what I've said before. You're, you're going to know what I'm talking about. But uh, uh, I'm a big, giant, huge, stupid, gay Disney nerd. And, uh, right. And I love, 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 love my Disney nerd. So, like, last year when I was working at GamesRadar.com, uh, yep. I was on tons of, like, epic Mickey stuff and just losing my mind. My favorite movies, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like, seeing all these characters live in the same universe. I love Kingdom Hearts, seeing all these characters live in the same universe. And that's what Epic Mickey was. It was sort of the D- Disney legacy acknowledged in one big, giant thing. Uh, and uh, the lost Disney legacy more so. Well, it was the lost, but it was it had a bit of both. Like if you go through the game, you'll see references to like fucking Escape from Witch Mountain, the seventies version. <laughs> uh, you'll see wow. references to Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, Tron, which was not well regarded until very recently. Uh, but yeah, like a bunch of old cartoon characters, blah blah blah. And I remember asking Warren Spector, like some of my favorite Disney games, obviously, are the Capcom Disney Afternoon games. Will you make a universe? And I, I asked him specifically, Warren Spector, the guy who made Deus Ex and like Thief, like, please make a game with the DuckTales, Tailspin, like all these offshoot of established Disney's characters, whether they're detectives or pilots, mm-hmm. where they all live in one universe and make a game out of that. And he laughed and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I under- like no, I understand. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I thought he was brushing me off. And uh. then I, I met him later and like he, Oh, he's totally writing a DuckTales comic book. And in the DuckTales, and in uh, the Darkwing Duck comic, 
that is clearly established that they both coexist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both well, have. Well, they sort of did in the cartoons. They too, did, like. they did. They, but there was like Gizmo Duck and Launchpad. But like at yeah. the end of uh, the Duck Knight Returns, like Scrooge comes and takes over this evil corporation. Oh, uh, like wow. Goslin somehow inherits the Gizmo Duck outfit, and there you you can see that's other, pretty cool. I you like can see that. other characters in there, like Baloo is in the window uh, within his uh, tailspin outfit. But like I, I love who those characters are in the classic sense. Uh-huh. And I love this weird little time in the 90s when they were all detectives and wore weird suits and hats. <laughs> and uh, it's my favorite alternate universe where King Louie from the Jungle Book runs a bar, uh, where Chip and Dale solve crimes, where, where Huey, Dewey, and Louie go back in time. Yeah, and find... Uh... Where Goofy Goofy somehow procreates (laughs) and and his wife is murdered. That's that's what I assume Goofy is about. I always assumed he accidentally killed her in some silly silly mix-up. Gorsh! (laughs) Gorsh, time to move the knives. Oh, my God. Didn't mean to kick you down the stairs. Shouldn't have left that ass in there. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, So, on the lasertimepodcast.com forums, Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to be another. This question will appear again. Mm -hmm. uh, And I'd like you all to answer it if you can hear. Your favorite alternate universe. Favorite alternate universes in comics, or you could expand out a bit of the Disney stuff like Chris did. No, I'm saying, like, in the comics, they're together now. They exist. Okay. And there's a Rescue Rangers comic, too, and I don't know how it ties in. I haven't read it yet, but, like, they definitely coexist. That's great. Also, you don't have to stick with, you know, uh, Marvel or DC. There's Image Comics out there that do it, too. Dark Horse. That's why I preface it like that, because that was a universe both I and Warren Spector wanted to exist and couldn't until the comic medium decided they could make it happen. Those comic books really, like, it's it's crazy those exist. It's crazy how much respect for they show these things that honestly don't deserve a lot of it, Uh, but uh, how how well they treat these characters and properties. Well, boom. Thank you, boom. All right, so that's uh, I'd say that's about it, guys. Oh, I would want to say I posted a funny Spider-Man article on LazerTimePodcast.com. Spider-Man loves oranges. Maybe read that. I tell you what, and here's what I also want to see. Oh, yeah, what, did, yeah. what is it called? What? Spider-Man loves oranges. Spider-Man loves oranges. Can I play a piece of that, by the way? <laughs> yes. Why don't we hear it? I'll play a piece of that. And, and stay with us, folks, because I'm going to tell you how to win something. Um, maybe on Blu-ray. Might have to fast forward to the end. Spider-Man does something vaguely heroic. You're going to want to skip about halfway through at yeah. least. Okay, so like <laughs> that, that music... That sting at the end. That there. sting, that music was fucking killing me until. Oh, Jesus. Uh, guys, I'm sorry if you were born in the 90s. I can't even believe this partnership existed. CBS and Fox, when the home mm-hmm. video market started, uh, teamed up together to publish videos. I believe they published the first VHS versions of Star Wars. Yep, that's so, how I recognize it. So that you would recognize the music because this opened up like every video you bought in the <laughs> late 80s. I, I just can't. I could not believe that. Anyway. I, I just love living in a future where you can just go to YouTube and like, CBS Fox logo. Oh, and, and there's so many. The, here's, the, here's the quarter four ninety six version. Or like they have like every <laughs> different version. Uh, someday someday I'll just I'll just lose myself. My I feel like I also being, uh, saw that at the start of like Aliens when I watched Aliens on VHS. No, that's, I mean like none of these studios had 
home video uh, distributors. They just didn't believe in it. They're like, <laughs> oh, this is my favorite one. I love. This one doesn't come on anymore. Oh yeah, that's the best. Yeah, now uh, you know Snoopy's coming on. Yep. Uh, maybe it's Easter special. Maybe it's Christmas special. Maybe Garfield's going to complain about something. Maybe Garfield's going to have a Halloween adventure. Maybe. Oh, uh, no, unless you listen, unless you go to HulkDick.com. HulkDick.com. Cape Crisis. Subscribe on iTunes, please. We're on there now, guys. Give, give it an true. old subscription. And um, I want people to tweet the episode. Hmm. I want people to tweet the episode, first or second episode, with a brief, like just a link to the episode or the iTunes, right? Uh, with what the episode is called and why, and maybe why you like it. And if you have to fit that in 140 characters with the hashtag Hulkdick. Okay, with, yes, with yeah. the hashtag Hulkdick. Well, hashtag Hulkdick, and it has to say that the podcast is called Cape Crisis. I won't be able to find this <laughs> unless you, in, unless you have the hashtag Hulkdick. I will buy you. Uh, you will win a copy. A brand new copy on Blu-ray or DVD if you're if you're poor uh, of <laughs> of Justice League Doom, the recently released movie this week, which you can purchase for later time. Uh, yeah, Justice League Doom. I have not seen it yet, but I absolutely love the DC uh, animated. Yeah, hey, that, those uh, have been all output. great. This one that I've seen from at least the lineup of Justice League Doom that mm-hmm. it's uh, it's what's currently the new. The DC New Universe lineup mm-hmm. of uh, the Justice League, so it reflects what's currently coming. But it's like out still a vague comic. sequel to the Crisis on Two Earths movie. Or... That Crisis on Two Earths, oh man, that's so great! I is watched it that on Netflix. I seen it. It, it really is really good. Just watch it before it goes away. It could already look be gone. Look at us time again. All right, well, thank you for listening, Excelsior. <laughs>